Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. The Three Musketeers by Alexandre Dumas, dramatized in six episodes by James Saunders. Episode 3, A Perilous Journey. Last week we left Madame Bonacieux hurrying home from the Louvre with a letter for the Duke of Buckingham, which, if delivered, might save the Queen from disgrace or worse. She is to enlist the help of her husband, the draper Bonacieux, not knowing that he is in the pay of Cardinal Richelieu. Oh. Yes, and thank God for you, too. Look at the mess the police have made searching this place. What were they looking for? I don't know. Well, monsieur, your moment has come. You are to do a service for an important person, a very important person. I can't tell you that. You are to go straight to London. London? You are to carry a letter to somebody, to him alone. I'm not meddling in politics. It's dangerous. It's a personal matter. You don't have to know anything about it. There's no danger. Who'd suspect you of anything? They locked me up in the Bastille, didn't they? And they let you out again, didn't they? Will you do it? Why should I? For France? Uh, for somebody very high in court? For me? For money? Ah. Uh, Look, do you see this ring? Oh. This is worth... Thousands. And that's just to cover the journey. Oh, so it's a woman. Never mind who it is. Will you do it? There. I ask on my knees. Let me see that ring again. Oh. No. Oh. No. This smells to me of intrigue. I'm not getting mixed up with intrigue. Besides, I don't think the Cardinal would like it. Since when have you taken the Cardinal's side? Since I met him. Since we became friends. What are you talking about? He sent for me. He got me out of the Bastille. He wanted my advice. We get on very well together. You've had dealings with the Cardinal? You fool! Not such a fool. Look at this. And there's more where that came from if I play my cards right. So I don't need money, you see. You took that from the Cardinal? For services rendered. For services to be rendered, his very words. I met the Comte de Rochefort as well, a very nice man. The man with a scar and a skin-like tribe. He is the man that had me kidnapped and it was the Cardinal's doing. They must have had their reasons. Yes, to torture me into giving information about the Queen so they can ruin her. Oh, you fool, you scoundrel! Don't come back home with me, madam. And to think that I was sorry for you. Forget it, then. I have asked you for nothing. It is a trivial business to do with some trinkets, doesn't matter. What are you crying about? I come out of the Bastille and you start crying. No, uh, wait, wait. Look, I've changed my mind. We are man and wife, after all. Even if I do hardly ever see you. Give me the letter. I'll see what I can do. I said forget it. I, I, I don't need your help. As you like. <clears throat> oh, Look, um, I have to go out now. I've just remembered something. No hard feelings, eh? I shan't be long. I'll come straight back and escort you to the Louvre. Don't bother. I'll find my own way. Please yourself. See you next week. I dare say. There's a good girl. Give me a kiss, then. <laughs> and if you have time to clear this place up a bit. Au revoir. Monsieur. Who's that? It's me.
It's I, D'Artagnan. Where are you? Over your head. Do you see a knothole in the ceiling? Have you been listening? Open your door for me. I'm coming down. How much did you hear? Everything. You look frightened. Do you still not trust me? I trust nobody, monsieur. But you've no one else to turn to, have you? No, no one. Then you must let me help you. Why do you hesitate? I hesitate for the Queen, not for myself. Do you know Monsieur de Treville, who commands the King's Musketeers? I have heard the Queen speak of him. Do you think he's a cardinal's man? Certainly not. He's one of the few people she trusts. Then go to him. Tell him your secret. Ask if he thinks I can be entrusted with it. It is the Queen's secret, not mine. You told your husband enough of it. Oh, my husband's a fool. A dangerous fool. He realises he's on his way now to pass on the news. Oh, God. Very well, I trust you. Listen. You know the Duke of Buckingham was in Paris because you saw him yourself. He met the Queen, you must have guessed that. Mm. She gave him a memento. Some diamond tags given to her by the King. The Cardinal has found out. Has he told the King? Oh, he dropped hints. So the King has told the Queen they're to attend the City Councillor's Ball and that she's to wear the diamond tags. She must get them back. She must. Oh, God forgive me, now you know everything. When is the ball? Ten days' time. Give me the letter. The Queen will have her tags in time. Here. Give it to the Duke, only to him. And if you let it fall into the wrong hands, I swear I shall curse you as I kill myself. And I swear if I let it fall into anyone's hands but the Duke's, your curses will be wasted on a dead man. Ten days. I must go. Wait. You need money. Here. The money Bonacieux had from the Cardinal. The same. I shall save the Queen with the Cardinal's money. Magnificent. She won't forget this. And neither shall I. Ah, then I shall have my reward. But listen, the Cardinal will know everything by now. You'll be in danger. Go straight to the Louvre. Stay as close to the Queen as you can. You may be safe there. Oh, God willing. I'll see you again? Yes. Yes, of course. May I leave you something to remember me by? If you like. What? My love. Oh, there's no time to talk about that. Go, please. I'll go when I have an answer. May I? Yes. And yes. <laughs> now I can conquer the world. From the window, she watches him stride off, a lovesick young man in guard's uniform, a rapier at his side and a letter from the Queen in his pocket. Does she love him? Yes, of course. She falls to her knees. Dear God, protect the Queen from her enemies and keep him safe. Monsieur de Treville. Well, my lad, what can I do for you? Something important from the way your eyes are shining. You haven't been getting into scrapes with the Cardinal's guards again. It is important, monsieur, vitally important. It concerns the reputation of the Queen. What? Perhaps even her life. Wait. Never talk confidences with doors open, D'Artagnan. Now, the Queen has entrusted me with a secret mission which I must tell you about. Have you her permission to tell me? No, sir, but I need your help. I don't have to break a confidence to get that. Now, what do you want? Very well. I'll say only that I must go to London. I wondered if you would ask Monsieur des Essart for leave of absence from his guards. Does the Cardinal have wind of this letter? You know about the letter? I didn't, but I do now. Don't fall into traps when you're questioned, lad. Does the Cardinal know? He will by now. Are you going alone? Yes. Well, I'll see that you get a good burial. Sir? You won't get ten miles out of Paris. You'll end in a ditch. Then I shall have died doing my duty. And that will be a great comfort to the Queen. You're to do a job, not indulge in heroics. Now, who can you take with you? 
The musketeers? Athos, Porthos, and Aramis. Will they do it? We'll do anything for each other, sir. All for one and one for all. Good. It'll be a sad loss, but one of you might make it. I'll arrange leave of absence for them, too. Have you got money? Three hundred pistoles. Three hundred? You could get to China on that. Goodbye, sir. Good luck. By God, you'll need it. It's Monsieur D'Artagnan, sir. Aramis, are you alone? D'Artagnan, just the fellow I need to cheer me up. Make yourself scarce, Bazin. I'm sick of your company. Thanks, Tervis. What? Nothing, sir. What's the matter with you, Aramis? Me? Oh, I've been translating St. Augustine into Latin. It's depressed me somewhat. Really? Nothing to do with the lady with the embroidered handkerchief? I don't know what you're talking about. Madame de Chevreuse? What do you know about her? Only that she was in Paris on secret business. How did and you... staying downstairs in this house. She was in Paris to see me. She was in imprisonment to see me. Well, let's say to see you as well. Don't worry, she's back in tours now. But she left no message. She just disappeared. She didn't want to incriminate you, of course. Incriminate? You know the house was searched. What an ungrateful man you are. Well, thank God. I thought she deserted me. I feel better already. Look, no word of this to Atos or Portos, eh? My lips are sealed. Good man. Ah, listen. Something strange. Look at this. What is it? Leave of absence from the musketeers, signed by Treville. It just arrived, and I didn't even ask for it. Good. You know about it? I'll explain when the other two arrive. I've sent word for them to come straight here with their servants. Why? What's on? Monsieur's Athos and Porthos, sir. What's going on? I met Athos on my way. We've both got leave of absence and asked for. Servants outside. Out you lot. D'Artagnan, I was in the middle of a most pleasurable occasion when your damn message came. This better be important. I'm sure your pleasurable occasion will keep for a week or two, Porthos. Assuming you survive. Ah, an adventure. Dangerous? Perilous. We are going to London, gentlemen. What for? To deliver a letter. Postman? On whose behalf? You don't have to know that. You're wrong there. If I'm to be a messenger boy, I have to know why. You have to know nothing of the sort, Portos. All for one and one for all. Quite right, Atos. If it's good enough for D'Artagnan, it should be good enough for us. Let me say it's a royal commission. All right. I'm with you, of course. The king? Oh, queen? Ah. Am I allowed to ask who's likely to try to kill me? Guess. The cardinal? Ah, enough said. Right, here's a plan. Portos, how can you make a plan if you don't listen, even listen. know... If it's that dangerous, we'd best go separately. We each make for Calais. I start first by the Boulogne Road to confuse them. Athos, Amiens Road, Aramis Noyen Road, then you, D'Artagnan, by any road you like. Whoever reaches Calais... For... Without the letter? What? Quite right, Athos. There's only one letter, and that's sealed. Ah, so we must go together. I have the letter here in my doublet. If I'm killed, another takes it and rides on, and so on to London. We leave tonight. Agreed? Agreed. One for all, and all for one. One, one for all, and all for one. And so, at two o'clock in the morning, eight men passed through the Saint-Denis gate. Athos, Porthos, Aramis and D'Artagnan, riding in line on their four black horses, and behind them, armed to the teeth, their servants. By nine, they've reached Chantilly, taken a good breakfast at the inn, and are about to set off once more. The horses are ready to leave, Monsieur Porthos. Right, let's get home. We're just coming. We're making good time. We'll be in Calais in three days. Three? We'll do it in two? Three? Do you want to kill the horses? What if we do? They can't take us across, take can they? Take your voice down, Portus. What? You'll be heard. That fellow across the room is listening. Him is a drunk. Look at him. Hey, you there. Musketeer. You talking to me? Who do you think? Join me in the toast. To the cardinal. Humor him. The cardinal. The cardinal. The cardinal. The cardinal. Right, let's go. Wait, uh, stranger. You can drink one with us before we go. 
The king. What king? Louis XIII, you numbskull. The only king I know is the cardinal. What, you drunken sot? What do you call me? Come outside and fight. Gladly. Portos, you idiot. We've no time for this. But I can't back out now, can I? We can't wait. Finish him off quickly and catch us up. One god already. What a buffoon that man is. But why do you think the fellow picked on Portos? He always behaves as if he's in command, that's why. Beauvais and a two-hour stop to rest the horses and give Portos time to catch up. No sign of him, however, so they continue. Don't you know anything cheerful? Let's sing a Gascon song. I began to dance between two gentlemen, mother. I began to dance between two gentlemen. Quiet! Look ahead! What? There! Where the road narrows with undergrowth both sides. I thought I saw a movement. Perfect spot for an ambush. All we can do is gallop straight through and hope for the best. Planchet and the rest of you, yes. close up. When we gallop, gallop. Now, gallop! Gallop! Keep going! Come out of musket range! We're safe now. All but Portus is mad. Mousqueton? I saw him fall. Grab his horse, Plochet. At least get a replacement horse. I'd rather have a replacement hat. They shot mine off. Thank God I didn't put the letter in it. <laughs> Aramis, are you all right? Got one in the shoulder. Can you still ride? Yes, yes. Let's get on. Come on. But two hours later, outside the inn at Crèvecoeur, Aramis falls onto his horse's neck, blood dripping slowly from his dangling arm. There they leave him with his man Bazin and ride on. Four now, where there had been eight. What town is this? Amiel. And there's an inn. Mm. We'd better spend the night here. If we don't, the horses will die on us. Right. Grimaud, keep watch. Landlord! Hello! What time is it? Midnight. Landlord! Coming! Coming! Grimaud, bed the horses down and bed yourself down with them. Mm, delightful. What? Nothing. Go through the back, you'll find stables there, water and fodder. Welcome, gentlemen. Food and wine and two mattresses on the floor. But I have excellent beds. Two sir. mattresses now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, of course, sir. And Planchet? Planchet will sleep against our door. We're taking no chances. Then we need another mattress. He'll sleep too well on a mattress. Charming. What's that, Planchet? Ow, nothing, sir. Sir. you before, Planchet, you don't have to shout to wake me. Oh, it's Grimaud, sir. I found him in the stables. They've beaten him senseless. What? I've had him taken in, but he's in no state to travel. And the horses? Done for. I don't know what they've done to them, but they're not fit to ride. Their heads are down. The devil! And another thing. There are two fresh horses, bridled and saddled by the gate. I asked someone whose they were, and he said, two gentlemen stayed here last night. One of them has a scar, sir. Damnation! The man from Merng, my sworn enemy. Where's Atos? I told him a few seconds ago and he marched off. Yes. What's that? Outside, quickly. They've got me. Save yourself, D'Artagnan. You need help. I'll hold them. Right. Those horses, Planchet. Where are they? By the gate. Run then, damn you. Run, Planchet. Run. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, steady, steady. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now ride, Planchet. 
Riders who've never ridden before. For Calais and London. That looks like a sea captain on the quayside, sir. Come, we'll try our luck with him. It seems that gentleman ahead of us had the same idea. The orders have just come through. Nobody can embark without a permit from the cargo. I have that. When do you sail? Within the half hour to catch the tide. Good. I have a trifle of business still to do. I'll be back in time. Come, Lubin. Yes, sir. Can I help you, sir? Thank you, Captain. That gentleman has just reminded me. I, too, have a trifle of business. Of Come, Planchet. That does it. Don't be defeatist. That pair ahead of us. If I take on the master, can you deal with the servant? No, he's not a Picard. You can tell from his walk. Yes, I'll deal with him. Wait till they get round that corner. My compliments, sir. And mine to you. What do you want? I want your embarkation permit, if you please. Are you mad? No, just an urgent business. I apologise for delaying you. May I have it? No, sir, you may not. Then I must take it. Be damned if you will. You ban pistol. Blanchet. No, you don't. Not <laughs> mere insolence. Get this, you And tell my friends. You're hurt, sir. I'll live, Planchet. How's your fellow? You won't wake up for a while. And I didn't get a scratch. You insolent devil. You'll get a thrashing when I have the leisure for it. Suffice to say, I'm carrying something more important than my owner. And let's say I've grown up a little. Now, where's his permit? I'll find it. <laughs> the Comte Ward and his servant, Luba. Good. Come along, Luba. Back to the ship. And to England. D'Artagnan, Your Grace. D'Artagnan? Wait a moment. Do I know you, young man? I insulted you one night on the Pont Neuf, Your Grace. So you did, yes. Well, what do you want with me? That's so This letter will explain everything. Who's it from? Her Majesty. What? Give it to me. There's blood on this letter. I beg your pardon, Your Grace. The blood is mine. Hmm? This is appalling. Give me that box, sir. This? Yes, that one. There. Tags, now. Take them. Good God. There are two missing. Are you sure, sir? Well, of course, I'm damn well sure. See, they've been cut with scissors. I remember the royal ball at Windsor. Lady de Winter was particularly nice to me that evening. I wondered why. The king will surely notice. I know that, damn you. When is the ball in Paris? Five days' time, sir. Five days. Let me think. Let me think. <laughs> Monday, October the 10th, and all Paris is talking of the ball to be held in the city hall to be attended by both their majesties. At midnight, the king's carriage leaves the Louvre and makes its way to the city hall through streets bedecked with coloured lanterns. Only a few of the keener-eyed notice as he waves graciously that his expression is not that of a king out to amuse himself. <laughs> Your majesty. Oh, God, I'm told there is a light supper ready in the room prepared for you, if you wish to retire there. I'm not hungry. A fancy dress has been laid out for you there. I, as you see, am a Spanish nobleman, a compliment I hope the Queen will appreciate. You will look every inch the first gentleman of France, and she the first lady. I look forward to seeing you dancing the Mer Laison together, your favourite. I helped choose the costumes myself. Hers will be a perfect setting for the diamond tags. If she wears them. Of course she'll wear them. You really should pay no attention to tittle-tattle. Tittle-tattle. You mean it's got a boat? You know what it's like at court, sire. They love to gossip. This is the only reason I suggested she wear the tags tonight, to stop any rumours and to put your majesty's mind at rest. You're the one who put it into my mind. I've been a torment. 
if she has the tags, I shall be most displeased. I mean, with you, Carl. Could that be her now? Oh, do you see all the city bigwigs and their wives are clustering round the end? Out of my way. Your Royal Majesty, on behalf of the Council of Paris, I wish to express our gratitude for the great honour you bestow on us. Madam. Sire? Cardinal? May I say your majesty looks magnificent? Madam, where are my tags? Your tags? My diamond tags. I asked you to wear them. Well? They are... I was afraid I might be jostled in the crowd and lose them. They're so valuable. I asked for you to wear them. Have them fetched, please. No, but... I want them fetched! As you wish. Conversation stops. The crowds part, awestruck, as Anne of Austria, carrying her beauty and queenship as of divine right, makes her way with her ladies to the dressing room prepared for her. Only inside does the mantle drop, and a woman among women, hopeless and terrified, sinks to the floor in despair. Oh, pray God. Meanwhile, by a side gate of the Louvre, another woman stands in the shadows, still hoping for a miracle, though she knows there is none. The beautiful, arrogant young man lies somewhere dead. But still she waits. Still she listens. Madame Bonacieux. Here, Monsieur D'Artagnan. Here. Do you have them? I have them. Take them right. Fly the city hall. Give them to Monsieur de la Porte. Hurry, hurry. When shall I see you again? I'll send you a note. Go now. You promise? I promise. Now go. Adieu. Yeah. I love you. In the ballroom, an expectant hush has turned to uneasiness. The king is to lead the dancing of the Merlaison with his queen. The orchestra waits. The guests wait. The king waits. But where is the queen? Perhaps she has trouble clipping on your diamond tags. Damn the tags! I wish I'd never given them to her. If she does wear them... Of course she'll wear them. I ordered her to. My God, if she doesn't, I... There she is. She's wearing them. She's wearing them, do you see? Perhaps you should count them. There are twelve. I know how many there are. I have two here. What? Let me see. Where the devil did you get these? Perhaps you should ask Her Majesty how she came to lose them, whose hands they passed through, to whom she gave them. What are you saying? It's beginning. You should take your place, and while you're dancing, count them, count them. The Queen is radiant. She dances like the goddess of dance itself. Her dress sparkles with diamonds. Her face is alight with the joy of dance. As for the king, as they weave and change partners back and forth in elaborate figures. One, two, three, damn. Two, four, five, damn. The cardinal watches and waits, fingering the diamond tags, his agent in London known to us as Milady, cut from the doublet of the Duke of Buckingham. The dance ends. The Queen retires to greet the Cardinal. The King, left with the President's wife, suddenly leaves her to join the Queen and Cardinal. Madam, thank you for wearing my tags, but I understand you lost two of them. Oh, no, I have them all. Give them to her, Cardinal, and perhaps you can tell me, Madam... Two more? 
But this will make fourteen. I think not, madam. Count them, then. Shall I turn slowly to help? Perhaps you would care to count, too, Your Eminence. Mathematics is not His Majesty's strong suit. Two, four, five, six, seven. Turn, madam, turn. Nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve. Do you make it the same, Your Eminence? Cardinal, what the devil is all this about? I... Yes, do tell us. Is it a game? Sir, I'm sorry. I wished to make Her Majesty a present of these tags, but didn't dare. I thought perhaps... You were bashful. How uncharacteristic of you. But how kind. Thank you. I accept them with pleasure. And how like the originals. I'm sure they cost you a great deal of effort. And time. And money. I think we should change now. The banquet will be beginning. Oh, what a splendid evening this is. Yes, we'd better change. And, Cardinal, I never want to hear another word about those damned diamond tags. I suggest you stop listening to court gossip. Come, my dear. Come. As they crossed to the dressing rooms, they pass in the crowd a young guardsman, disgracefully turned out, struggling to keep his eyes open. The Duke of Buckingham employs the most skilful jeweller in England, but even he needed a day or two to make such perfect copies. D'Artagnan is too tired even to worry that he has made enemies of the most evil woman in France and the most dangerous man, a man whose eyes, as they even now light on him, fill with malice. No one makes a mockery of Armand Jean du Plessis, Duc de Richelieu. Someone will pay for this humiliation. Pay with his life. In episode three of The Three Musketeers, Jamie Glover played D'Artagnan, Anton Lesser Aramis, Timothy Spall Portos, and Robert Glenister Atos. Cardinal Richelieu, Julian Glover, the King, Nicholas Bolton, the Queen, Teresa Gallagher. Buckingham, Michael Cochran, Madame Bonacieux, Helena Breck, Bonacieux, Norman Bird. De Trevi, Malcolm Ward, Planchet, Dominic Letts, Grimaud, Tom Bevan, Bazin, David Rowan, De Ward, Kim Wall, Soldier, Paul Panting, and the Captain, James Taylor. The narrator was John Rowe. The Three Musketeers was dramatized by James Saunders and directed by Martin Jenkins. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.